0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And now for today on Twitter... Is the Klang Valley wheelchair friendly? Now, this is a question that uh, actually originated with a tweet by TV presenter, Fetri Yaya, who posted a screenshot of a message she received. I realise that I'm basically telling you like this person whispered and then whispered and then whispered, but essentially a screenshot, um, which said, Assalamualaikum Mr. Fetri, Is it okay if I ask you for a favour by reaching out to your followers to provide some suggestions of interesting places around the KL Selangor area that are user-friendly for old folks and those wheelchair bound I want to take my mother out around because uh, out around the space because she wants to come for my sister's convocation but she can't really walk because she had a stroke so if we have to walk far then she has to be in a wheelchair uh, so Fetri then asked for suggestions so I
1: thought this was a really um kind of a a lovely suggestion that at its heart then also opens up the fact that this isn't an easy thing to navigate for most people. Um, We used to want to take my grandma out and while she wasn't in a wheelchair, she could actually walk. um, It did require a fair amount of thinking about are there enough, uh, for instance, flat? Uh, surfaces that she could walk on, um, whether there were seating areas that she could rest at um, and and shade if we needed to sort of sit for a while and it wasn't too hot. And so I can completely understand how it would be helpful to have one space uh, that Sort of had resources about where spaces are wheelchair friendly or senior friendly. Um, I do wish so that we didn't even have to ask this question. That more of our public spaces were just by default accessible.
0: This is actually something I think about quite a bit. Not because I, uh, not because it necessarily impacts me personally. It's just um, maybe. And this is something that I'm hopeful has extended elsewhere. But I actually think that it comes from our show and uh, the amount of times that we've spoken about this and spoken to people whom it affects. And so now it's kind of a natural impulse when I go somewhere and I realise, wait, hold on. So if, if I can't walk or if I have mobility issues, would I be able to access this place? And I think about that quite a bit. I think some of the the areas that are inaccessible can still prove somewhat surprising. Like, um, not all shopping centres are actually as easy to access as you would think. Uh, I recently went to a public restroom along a highway, a major highway, and every... And every stall was an old-fashioned squat toilet. And there was no wheelchair restroom in sight. Um, not wheelchair restroom, sorry. There was no uh, restroom for disabled folks in sight. And so what then? What What are you left with? Can I just say just this weekend, I was at a
1: cinema and an elderly lady uh developed some kind of a leg cramp and basically couldn't walk out of the cinema and all of the staff convened and realized there was absolutely no way for her to be able to take, uh, to be taken out in any convenient or safe way because there were stairs. There was no elevator up to the space where the cinemas were. They didn't have a wheelchair on premises. And their only solution in the end was to bring over an office chair with wheels, uh, which I think goes to show exactly the point you're making that a lot of places that you would think because I mean, you may expect older buildings and and say markets might need some kind of finagling to make them
0: accessible, but a mall with a cinema, which is relatively new, should be able to manage this better. And then uh, if we go back to the original point of the tweet, right, which is, are there interesting places Mm -hmm. to bring people uh, who have disabilities or who are in wheelchairs? And then that becomes even more complicated because with all due respect to shopping malls, they're not all made equally interesting. And so, (laughs) um, you know, if you're going to take somebody, you know, jalan jalan and looking at things, maybe you want to ensure that it is actually going to be a place that, that, they want to be in, you know, not just for the sake of spending time with family. So if we look at the recommendations, uh, there are some interesting places, a lot of which I haven't actually visited. So MMT says, Putrajaya Lakeside at the Anjung Floria area, it's beautiful and calm. So Putrajaya actually comes up a lot in the
1: suggestions. And I think that's because, I mean, it's one of our very few planned cities. So um, I think the fact that it was built much more recently and there are larger uh, boulevards and spaces probably accounts for some of it. Um, Bill also says 99 Wonderland Park and then they have the opening times and closing times. Uh, Well, Uh, Iswa0909 also brought up uh, JL99. Ah, right. That's Mm. true. Um, We also have, uh, stay safe. This one I thought was quite nice. The Museum of Islamic Art at Tasik Perdana. It's near the National Mosque. Very informative, comfortable, not
0: crowded, has access for OKU. Free entry. Uh, Can I, sorry, this is a sidebar, but I think both you and I have recommended the Museum of Islamic Art (laughs) generally. um, That if, whenever people say... Where are our museums? You know, this is actually a really good one. And if you haven't been, you're kind of missing out. Um, Not just in this context, but it's great to know that this is also the case. And having visited visited it fairly recently, this is true. It has elevators. Um, The spaces in between exhibits are wide. And so you can actually walk through and not feel, you know, necessarily like you're being very crammed. Meanwhile, Tarkovsky says, brought my dad to Aquaria KLCC um, in a wheelchair last year. It was fun because my dad loves to look at fishes. <laughs> uh, we ate there as well. For me, the easiest is to bring them and then they name a local, would you call this fast food, Charmila? Uh, a chicken franchise. A chicken franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, a local spicy-ish chicken franchise <laughs> uh, saying, my parents love the rice with the chicken. Uh, HD 17 says Oh, well actually first before I get to that I love the Aquaria
1: suggestion because to go back to the interesting places um, I think it's nice to have things that, that are not just a park um, you know where there are actually spaces so galleries aquariums at least there are things that you can engage with in a way that is slightly different from just going for a walk in the park um, HD 17 says the Putrajaya Iron Mosque area you can walk by the lake I8 in Putrajaya is also possible there's a lake that
0: faces So I'm noticing a a trend, right, which is that while these are absolutely Klang Valley and Kales Langor related areas, they aren't necessarily Bukit Bintang, right? They are places that are Mm. a little bit further away or a little bit less densely populated. And I think that that's because um, in those sorts of spaces, walkability and livability are uh, planned a little bit more, thought about a little bit more, as opposed to say your your local very packed, hyper packed mall.
1: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely think that so there are suggestions of malls. For instance, Izwa is saying Quill Mall is okay. It's not too crammed. Uh, parking and elevators are easy to use. Other malls are okay, but might be crowded. Lalaport is a suggestion that I would uh, keep in mind. Um, and then goes on to say, as you said, Jl. Ninety Nine has a huge open area. They bring up KLCC, but they say that the parking there is expensive. Um, and then talks about a few uh, a, a user friendly hotel for people with wheelchair uh, people who use wheelchairs.
0: Hey, so you know I stayed at this place, um, I don't know when now, maybe a couple of years ago in Malacca, and we booked a family room because we were a family traveling together and I was really startled to go into the the bathroom and to see that it was actually very, very wheelchair friendly. The rails were present, uh, both next to the actual um, WC but also in the bath setting as well as the shower setting and once I saw that I realised how large the whole space was. So I think it was actually meant for you to be able to wheel somebody in and out and Mm. um, I I think that this is something that more places should promote. I mean I didn't know that this was what I was getting into mind you. It's not something that they had listed as a selling point um, but it would have been helpful to know.
1: You know, you and I were discussing recently a, an event space in KL yeah. and how they are so inaccessible if you have to use a wheelchair. In fact, even if you uh, couldn't necessarily navigate stairs, it's not the most accessible space. And that got me thinking about how, um, when again, when we go back to this question of interesting activities, um, that space has events that I would love to take an older person in my life to, but
0: I couldn't because it isn't really navigable at all. And it's also really about whether we're saying to people, we're not interested in you having these experiences. Mm, we don't care. Yeah, that's that what it sounds yeah, like. We don't care that you can't do this. And and that's kind of a nasty sort of approach to things, right? And But that is the... The end result impact of you not thinking about accessibility in your space. So um, we are referring today to a tweet that asked for suggestions for interesting places to go uh, that are also user friendly for old folks and people who are wheelchair bound. This is because uh, this person had a has a parent who is visiting and wants to be able to take them around. And so we are also soliciting suggestions if you have a place that hasn't been mentioned yet that is user friendly for older folks, for people in wheelchairs, let us know. And also, uh, is accessibility something that you think about when you visit a place? That number to call, double seven, double three, two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp, 18 and tweet us at BFM Radio.
1: Bright, formidable media. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
0: BFM 89.9. It's coming up to 5.53. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And we're talking today on Twitter uh, or discussing a post on Twitter that I thought was really interesting and rather sweet. Um, somebody was essentially asking for help with finding interesting and user-friendly places around KL and Selangor to take their mother to. And that had us asking a couple of different things. So um, in the first place, is our capital, is the Klang Valley a wheelchair-friendly space? Is accessibility something that you think about? But also, do you have suggestions? Um, have you been somewhere and thought, yeah, this would be a nice space for that? You can call 7733 send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So uh, looking at the questions, let's start with Jay who asks, is the Klang Valley even pedestrian-friendly? I'm going to make a bold Uh, assumption and say that I think this is a rhetorical question. I was going to (laughs) say. Right? It feels like it. With an undercurrent of frustration. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the simple truth of it is, of course not. Um, Even in its most affluent areas, it is not. And I think about this in a number of different ways, right? So uh, we've established the The lack of sidewalk and, you know, all that lack of sidewalk, lack of coverage, all that stuff. I today would like to complain about a new thing because why not? Why not? Um, And that is even when there are sidewalks, the brokenness of said sidewalks Mm. and the dirt of said sidewalks sometimes render them unwalkable as well. So that's just the thing, right? Forget pedestrian
1: friendly, which, okay, sure, you might risk the occasional tripping, but if you're in a wheelchair, if you use crutches, if you use a cane or any other sort of um, aid uh, to be able to get around, those kinds of sidewalks are so dangerous because
0: like, how do you navigate? How do you stay safe while just getting from place to place? Uh, Lynette says, haha remember I sprained my ankle and I couldn't get down from a hotel's multi-story car park and uh, I I mean yeah, that sounds pretty rough actually but the other thing that I was thinking of was um, the fact that for many of us, Spraining an ankle or breaking something is likely to be our first um, our first experience mm-hmm. with what it actually is like to do this. And um, I remember one time I, I did sprain my ankle quite badly and I actually was not working here at the time, not not with BFM. and the place that I was working at was a shop lot office, so I couldn't go to work because I couldn't walk up. There were no lifts. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you know these are things. So again, for a lot of workplaces, these are things that they only put in place if they need to make that accommodation, right? Yeah, and until then, they do,
0: there's no impetus. Yeah, but the the question of the impetus is tough, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. yeah, um, then it it. Makes you wonder how many people might get passed over for a job because I don't want to move offices. Because in the case of where I'm talking about, the, the specific place I'm talking about in a commercial centre, there was actually no accommodation that could have been made. This person could simply, if we were to at the time have hired a person in a wheelchair, they would simply have not been able to come up to the office.
1: Well, Legion is saying, unfortunately, we don't have an act like uh, the American Disabilities Act, which imposes
0: accessibility requirements on buildings. Yeah, um, and that's what we're talking about, right? Because at the moment, it's more, uh, well, impetus, like you said. It's the goodness of heart. It is um, modern, forward-looking, recognising that it's important. But in the case of old buildings, um, or even when you look at tourist spaces that were formerly heri- or are heritage buildings and then have not been adapted for inclusivity or uh, being a able- inclusivity or accessibility it's a tough one because of course the argument would be well structurally speaking we can't do it mm. but then the other side of that is yalla this exact thing that we're talking about then people simply cannot get there so um, Eugene is asking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, stupid question, what and where is
1: this Jail 99 that you're all talking about? So to be fair, though, those were suggestions that came up in the original Twitter thread. Uh, Jail 99 Wonderland Park is actually somewhere near Batu Caves. And it's this sort of nice, large recreational park area with lots of things to look, see,
0: very pretty. Uh, yes. And to be entirely honest, neither of us has been there. I've only seen pictures. Yes. Um, So the recommendations are, at this moment in time, third-party recommendations. (laughs) That's all we can make of that. Uh, Roberto saying, Kapung Metropolitan Park, plenty of space and greenery, lots of facilities.
1: I've not been there either. Um, I tend to stick to the parks I'm familiar with. This makes me feel
0: like I should make a little bit more of an effort. Branch out, right? Pay toll toll and go to a (laughs) park. Pay toll, yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let us know... Basically, uh, do you think that the Klang Valley is wheelchair-friendly in some cases? Uh, is accessibility something that you think about when you visit somewhere? And is there a space that you'd like to recommend as being particularly accessible? You can call us, you can send us a voice note or WhatsApp, you can tweet us. Keep it here on BFM 89.9.